Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Two words. Two words are essential in the book of Romans chapter 4 and our message this morning. Those two words, before God. Look at verse 2. For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. Those two words before God make all the difference in the world when it comes to Romans chapter 4 and our messages this morning. The question is, how do you stand righteous before God? How do you stand right and good before God? The Apostle Paul answers that by going back to Abraham. You may remember that Abraham lived a couple of thousand years before Paul wrote this. And by the time Paul writes this, many of the religious leaders, many of the people of Israel, would look back on Abraham as someone who could have offered his righteous deeds as a way to stand before God. Many of them may have said something like this. Look at Abraham. He packed up and moved when he was 75 years old with his wife and his cattle and his people and took his nephew Lot as well. That's amazing. Or when Lot's herdsmen and Abraham's herdsmen were fighting and arguing. Abraham let Lot choose which piece of land to have. How more unselfish can you get? And when Sodom and Gomorrah were going to be destroyed, Abraham spoke up for them. 50, 40, 30, 20, 10 righteous people? Yes, they were still destroyed. But notice how Abraham was so concerned he wanted to protect them. And then with his own son, Isaac, he was willing to sacrifice his own son in obedience. Now, if there was one person who could stand righteous before God because of his deeds, it would be Abraham, they thought. He would have been their poster child. But Abraham wouldn't have any of that. Abraham probably would have said something like this. Are you forgetting that time that I was in Egypt? Are you forgetting that time when I was before King Abimelech? I lied. I tried to pass my wife Sarah off as my sister. I was more concerned about saving my own skin than I was about them. Bad things happened. Plagues came. I can't offer my righteous deeds because I am unrighteous too. So how could Abraham stand righteous before God? Paul simply puts it this way in verse 3. For what does the Scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. Abraham believed God. He believed the promises of God, that he would be a blessing to all families, that he would be the father to many nations, that his descendants would be like the stars in the sky. A land would be for his people. 
He believed those promises and held on to them. And God counted it as righteousness. Not his good deeds. No, that brings wrath. No, he believed in God's promises and God counted it to him as righteousness. Now, if Abraham could not count any of his righteous deeds before God, then neither can you or I. So let's take a look at some of our deeds. Being afraid, lying, looking out for our own skin, invite someone to church, well that's kind of frightening or scary, sticking up for the little guy when you're in front of a group of people, that might cost you some friends, report someone who is cheating or your boss's unethical work practices, that's frightening too. You could get bullied. You could get canceled on social media. You could even lose your job. Doing what is right sometimes is frightening. And that's why at times we choose not to do it. If Abraham couldn't claim any righteous deeds before God, then neither can we. In Romans chapter 3, beginning at verse 11, Paul says, No one is righteous. No, not one. No one understands. No one seeks God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good. No, not one. So where does that leave us? Well, just like Abraham, Abraham believed and it was counted to him as righteousness. We too place our faith in the promises of God kept in Jesus. And we are reminded of those promises every time that we look at a cross. Every time that we see a cross, we are reminded of those promises of God that are kept in Jesus. Jesus came from heaven above to earth below. And his concern was not for his own skin, but for the people whom he was going to serve and save. In fact, he spent more time with those who were considered the ungodly. The prostitute who should be executed, the leper nobody wanted to touch, the hated tax collector, he ate with them all. He welcomed them, forgave them, while those who were so much righteous, the Pharisees and the scribes went home empty-handed. Jesus was more concerned about us than his own skin. And on the cross, it was beaten and bruised and bloodied. And when he spoke those words, Father, forgive them, it was not just for those back then, it was for all. All of our unrighteousness is placed on him And he in turn gives us his righteousness. Abraham was promised to be the father of many nations. Through him would come a blessing for all families. And right there in Jesus, those promises came true. Because Jesus has risen from the dead. He is alive, he is present, and he is with us each and every day. We need the righteousness of Jesus to cover us. And it does. So that begs the question. 
Will you hold on to the promises of Jesus that are, that are kept in Christ? If you will, then let's read verse 3 again. But this time, I want you to read along with me, beginning at verses 23 and 25. So I'll start with verse 3. For what does the Scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. And now you join with me. But the words, it was counted to him, were not written for his sake alone, but for ours also. It will be counted to us who believe in him, who raised from the dead Jesus our Lord, who was delivered up for our trespasses and raised for our justification. When you stand before God, forgiven, your sins covered, Lawless deeds not counted against you because of the righteousness of Christ. There your faith holds on to them and it's counted as righteousness before God. Dr. Nielsen at the seminary in St. Louis shared the following story. He said, when I was in high school, my biology teacher had an interesting way of conducting tests. He had a stack of note cards. And every test question was on one of those note cards. And you had a choice for the test. You could choose just one card if you wanted. And if you got that question right, you got 100%. If not, well, you know what happened. Okay? So you could take five cards, ten cards, twenty cards. You could take all the cards if you wanted to. And then you would go up to his desk. And stand before him individually, tell him how many cards you wanted, and then he would start to flip them over and read them. Just you and Mr. Wolf. Now imagine if God has a stack of cards, and every one of them says the same thing. Every one of them would say, how will you stand righteous before me? And every time, every day, every place, the answer would be the same. Lord, I have no righteousness to offer you on my own. But my faith is in Jesus and He covers me with His forgiveness. I stand right before you now because of Him. And God will count it as righteousness. Most of us were baptized as an infant, brought to the baptismal font, perhaps wearing a white gown or garment, symbolizing the righteousness of Christ that was given to us. But baptism isn't something that just happened to us long ago. Every day is a good day to remember your baptism. And perhaps some of you do so. By remembering what happened to you there The sign of the cross put upon your forehead and upon your heart to mark you as one redeemed by Christ the crucified. Every day that you drive around here in the Fargo-Moorhead area and when you see a cross on a church or along the highway with the flowers or on a billboard, let those crosses remind you that you are baptized into Christ Jesus and His righteousness covers you Every day before God. Each time we go to worship, as we heard just a few moments ago from Pastor Chris, 
when he said, I, a called and ordained servant of Christ, announce the grace of God to all of you, and instead, by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, to forgive you all your sins. Those wonderful words. Those are promises kept. Christ's righteousness covering you. In the evening, it would be a great idea for for us to pray Martin Luther's evening prayer. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have graciously kept me this day. And I pray that you would forgive me all my sins where I have done wrong. And graciously keep me this night. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me that the evil foe may have no power over me. And God answers that prayer, counting it as righteousness. You and I have access to Bibles. Whether physically like this or on our phones, every time we open it up, the promises of Jesus are spoken to us again. I challenge you this week to look at the chapters that follow Romans chapter 4 in the book of Romans. Chapter 5, God demonstrates that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Chapter 6, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. Chapter 7, thanks be to God who brings us the victory. And chapter 8, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Read a chapter a day. And once again, hear, read, soak up. God counts what Christ did, our faith in Him, as righteousness. If you have a bulletin, I'd like you to take it for just a moment. And tear off one of the corners. Tear off a corner of the bulletin. If you're willing to share your bulletin so someone else can have a corner, that would be great. Now I want you to look at that corner as if you're trying to read something that's on it. This corner represents the list of your righteous deeds. Notice it's blank. Because our righteous deeds don't count. Our faith is what counts. And it will be counted as righteousness. Verse 3 of our reading today says, For what does the Scripture say? Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness. See the cross? Jesus risen from the dead. But the words it was counted to him were not written for his sake alone, but for ours also. It will be counted to us who believe in him, who raised from the dead Jesus our Lord, who was delivered up for our trespasses and raised for our justification. How do you stand righteous before God? By believing that Jesus covers you with his forgiveness. Amen. Now may the peace of God that surpasses all human understanding guard our hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.